you this is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Uh, just wanted to share this information with you. I have actually received many calls now uh, and questions about how can I help someone that does not look like me. And so this is based upon some of the different groups that I'm now a part of where we're having black-white conversations, we're having civil discourse conversations, things of that nature. And so there are people who uh, genuinely would like to figure out how to help. Uh, they're not able to actually go out and march, although they feel adamantly that something needs to be done to help uh, Black Lives Matter. And so I thought this was a good thing that I saw on TED, and the gentleman's name was J.D. Vance. He actually is from a very poor neighborhood uh, in the southeastern portion of the country. Uh, and uh, But he had good grades, so he was able to apply to go to Yale, got in, and I think they paid for all of his education. So <clears throat> he just wanted to give back by saying, these are some things that are at stake in 2020 within the United States of America. So he said there are children that was just like him when he was growing up. Their family lacked the amount of money and resources that they need. Uh, they're not expected to be upwardly mobile uh, because some people just feel that when you're born into a certain area and into a certain family that you're not going to move upward and out. And so he said, there are people who have those thoughts about you. So that's something we have to consider. Uh, he said, then there's brain drain. And this is people that are moving to other places to get their jobs, maybe to go to school. And then once they get their education, they work in other cities, states, and countries, but they do not return home. So there's brain drain in some places. Now, I happen to know that because of the difficulty of African-Americans, especially professional African-Americans, uh, landing jobs that pay well in the United States, uh, many have actually gone to other countries. Hong Kong is one of the countries that they've gone to, and then various uh, cities and states uh, and countries in Europe is where others have gone to. And so people are figuring out where they want to go, some South Korea and so on and so forth. Uh, and so then another thing he brings out is that there's a sense of hopelessness in these families and with the children. And because of that, there needs to be mentoring. There needs to be someone to champion their cause in order for them to move forward. He said there is affirmative action sometimes, but that doesn't always work. Uh, but it is necessary. And then he goes on to say, uh, sometimes we just pretend we don't know that these things are necessary. Uh, and when we get into places like Yale or Harvard, sometimes we have to pretend uh, and behave as if we're someone else because people would not understand the background that we came from. So he said, fortunately for him, there was a needs-based uh, part of the application when he applied to Yale, which meant that if you have no money, we have money and we can take care of your education. Another thing that he brought out that I thought was really key, 
He says, most people coming from certain neighborhoods that are poor and, um, and also below poverty level neighborhoods, there is not a network that's called a social capital network, meaning that there are no mentors or mentees, there's no programs that are actively seeking to help and reach out and give guidance to uh, a child who, who does not know where they want to go. And the other thing he brought out was that sometimes there's childhood trauma. So he said 40% of low in or low income kids face some type of trauma. And so they need to know how to deal with that trauma. That trauma brings about hopelessness and despair. He said for him, his grandparents was able to provide a stable home for him and a stable family uh, type life. Uh, and that's how he was able to make it through his younger years. And then he ended up joining the U.S. Marine Corps. And in the Marine Corps, <coughs> he said he had, he was actually taught to wake up on time. He was taught to make his bed. He was taught to manage his finances. He was given a mentor. And then he was given another mentor when he ended up at Yale University. So he said social capital is very key. And so the reason why I'm bringing up uh, this particular person's TED Talk is because I thought it was very significant for the questions that I've been asked. How can I help people that I do not know? And so my last uh, part two of the spirit was me talking about um, how to get to know people that don't look like you and how they become real as you get to know them as individuals. So instead of trying to know a whole race of people, get to know people one by one as individuals. And we find out that we all have the same needs. We all need respect, we all need love. So I have listed a number of ways that you can help because some people have said, well, they're not wanting to march uh, in the riots or they're in because of age and and because of COVID, uh, having to self-distance. Uh, and so um, they want to know what kind of things they can do. So the next segment you'll hear will be a list of potentials that you will want to try. And I would like to applaud you now for wanting to help someone else, especially those who do not look like you. But it's fun to get to know people that are different. And it's amazing how much one learns when they give everyone an opportunity to give their story. So thank you for considering that with me. I do have a thought. Thank you for coming along to listen to my thought. Okay, this is Shirley one more time. Uh, for those of you who have decided that you no longer want to look at people that are different from you as inanimate objects, but you do want to actually 
uh, appreciate them as you would anyone that looks like you okay and so just some quick suggestions for you because I've been asked this question I don't know what to do how can I help well there are many ways uh, some you may have learned from the broadcast I just did for spirit too uh, so just some simple things and I, I say go where people are that don't look like you so these days because of COVID you can do that over zoom uh, for instance I deal with people all over the world and they're graduate students in uh, seminary and we have our Zoom meetings online and they are usually very intimate, they are very inspiring. Uh, we have a great exchange of information from nation to nation when it comes to Christianity, to the Bible, to scriptures, to spiritual formation, whatever. Uh, so it can be done online through Zoom, and Zoom is very popular these days. So through Zoom, why don't you do this? Join an organization, maybe join a book club. Uh, give someone a gift certificate that doesn't look like you. Uh, you can always do things like um, maybe send a card to your neighbors, or maybe when it's a holiday, just go through your neighborhood and give out I don't know, Christmas cards or whatever kind of holiday card you want to give out. You could actually have a dinner sent to someone. Maybe that doesn't look like you or maybe you've noticed and perhaps they don't have anyone for Thanksgiving or no one for Christmas and you know that. Uh, have a dinner sent to their home. You can easily do that these days. Honey Baked Ham, name it. Uh, there are all kind of companies that will send a dinner. Uh, also, realize this. Always listen for God because God knows exactly what he's doing and typically he strategically places and positions us before other people. And so the questions that I ask God when that happen is, why is it that I need to get to know these people? What am I supposed to learn from them or what are they supposed to learn from me? And that is how I do it. And typically whatever needs to happen will start to happen. Uh, the other thing that you may want to do uh, is look at uh, several areas here. Uh, first of all, if you see that our government is consistently making laws that are against certain types of people, this is letter writing time. <laughs> Start writing to your congressman, your whoever, that you need to write to about things that you feel are unjust or unfair and targeting a group of people. Uh, if you're in are aware of schools in your neighborhood and those schools maybe does not have a diverse staff, write letters and say, I think we should have a more diverse uh, teacher staff or administration staff within the school. Uh, and then uh, other things that you could do is write letters about uh, diversity, even in hiring. What companies and corporations do you deal with? And with those corporations and companies, are you noticing that you only see people like you in those organizations? Well, uh, why don't you write the managers and owners and supervisors messages and ask questions like, why is it that your staff is not very diverse? Uh, for those of you who say, well, I have money, but I don't know, I don't want to just give out money, so what do I do? Well, find a way to fund maybe a community garden. Perhaps there is someone that would like to start a community garden because 
Food is expensive and I hear that the food banks are running out of food from time to time. Uh, maybe if people are looking for shelters or looking at ways of building shelters for the homeless, and I know that Sacramento is starting to do that now, look into ways of funding some of that, helping with the funding of shelters. Uh, also, for the elderly, uh, what about the elderly that does not look like you? Uh, assistant living care is extremely expensive because I had to, had to use ex, uh, ex assistant living care for my mother. And what I saw uh, in and around the cities that I checked, anywhere from 5000 per month to 12500 per month. So that's like buying a, a car every month. Uh, you know, and which is very expensive. So find ways to either maybe uh, send something to some of the people that's being, uh, that's receiving assistant care, uh, just to let you know that you're thinking about them. Maybe send them flowers or cake or I don't know, something from the bakery uh, or, or just send a card, just letting you know you think about them. Uh, pick someone that you don't know. Pick someone that doesn't look like you and, and, and send cards. Now, uh, what I will do later is talk about the body and how we need, what things we need to do concerning our body. But the body is not just health. I know most people think of health and food and nutrition. It's not just that. As a matter of fact, that will probably be the last thing that I'll talk about. But I will talk about things like finances, education, careers. Why? Because in the area of finances, many minorities do not have uh, access to uh, teachings on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, insurance, things of that nature. And so start looking for opportunities to maybe invite someone to attend a session that maybe your company or your brokerage uh, firm is having or pay for them to take a course so that they can learn more about finances. Now, just to let you know, uh, the Pew Report, that's P-E-W, Pew Report is a research organization, and they have already said that in their findings all over the globe, uh, that China seems to be doing the best as far as moving people from, say, below poverty to to poverty, from poverty to middle class, from middle class to upper class when it comes to economics. And as a matter of fact, they are the only country in the world that is doing that really well. On the other hand, the United States and Europe does have, of course, this upper level, uh, but then they're also having more people to slide back into the poverty and below poverty level which is not good. So based upon that information, there is much opportunity for you to help someone with regards to finances, learning about stocks, bonds, insurance, the importance of having life insurance, health insurance, uh, and so forth. Then also education. You have an opportunity to request uh, things like, how diverse is that staff in your local schools? anywhere from kindergarten all the way up through universities. How diverse is the staff that is uh, uh, the administration staff? How diverse is the, the teachers and the professors? Um, and then if you don't see that they're very diverse, then write letters to 
the university, to the school, to the superintendent of schools, whoever you need to write to when you've noticed that there is an imbalance. Another thing you can do too is history. In America, we have left out African-American history, Asian-American history, Native American history. We have left out very important history facts that includes all of history in the United States of America. And so write letters to your education departments, letting them know that you would like to see diversity in education. You want to see all history for students from kindergarten all the way through, again, universities to throughout the doctoral programs. And then health. Many countries have found out how to provide medical uh, assistance and health assistance to all of their citizens. Plus, I witnessed that myself in Italy when I became ill. They took care of me, no cost whatsoever. It's not something that they do. The doctor said, even if you were hospitalized, you still would have to pay nothing. So many countries have figured it out. Germany, uh, Japan, Singapore, so on and so forth. So we need to really write letters about how can we be a better country where we're not growing the poverty area and growing the lack of insurance area, but instead growing the middle class and the upper class uh, economically. And how can we have um, uh, a medical care for all? And we certainly want to remain, keep our social security. So that's something that shouldn't even be a question. Um, California has now relaxed on admissions to universities. In other words, when I say relaxed, meaning that they no longer require uh, the um, pre-admissions exam, uh, say like an SAT or something like that. And so they're relaxing on that because they want to make sure that all minorities can qualify to go to school as possible. Now, that doesn't mean that you take no test and you can just automatically get in. I don't think it's that way. But the good thing is that we know that the testing was keeping some people out of college. So that change has already been made. So any other changes that are necessary, I think it's great. Some other things you can do because students are still Zooming from home or teachers, I mean, or or parents are attempting to teach their own children, uh, offer sometimes to provide help to those who you know have small children who need help and maybe the parents are struggling because they have to work uh, from home and help their children from home. So this would be a great time to read maybe books to kids in your community over Zoom. Uh, Make it just a fun hour uh, that gets their attention so that their parents maybe would have one hour to rest. So that's just to get you started with your thinking. But think this way. We are all human. Whatever your needs are, everybody else has the same needs. So think about how you can satisfy someone else's needs uh, that maybe you can help out. So that means there could be particular things that you can help with, but not everything. So you don't want to feel obligated to help in every way, but figure out what suits your um, ability to share. Okay, I have a thought. So happy you thought with me.